much about Test one, two, three, four, five. I need to go to the gym. I'm going to get diabetes if I don't go to the gym. And I, I really feel like crap. I really do. I don't feel healthy like I did when I was doing MMA. I'd love to get back into the MMA scene. I really would. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. This is your chance to talk to the world's expert in the vulva and the vagina. Well, Dr. Drew, you're the man, and I strive everything that you are. I strive to be everything that you are. Are you keeping it real more than you are chilling, or are you more chilling than keeping it real right now? More chilling than keeping it real. So, uh, is, this is not your first time in Los Angeles, is it? No, of course not. No, no. No. You, you're experienced when it comes to L.A. I mean, what am I... <laughs> I'm experienced being on the earth. Okay, yeah. okay. Name something that gets passed around. Chris. A joint. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Get his weak dog out of here. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Now hiring both locations. And now, take me home tonight. Ali's mom and dad are boning right now. Our feature presentation. I mean, that's how you want to start, right? No. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday morning, the 16th of November. You think your folks are, are morning sex people also, or do you think they save it for nighttime? <laughs> my, uh, my headphones went out. Can you? Uh, he said, the, do you no, think? No, I, my. <laughs> <laughs> or do you think it's just any time the oh. urge hits him? It could be 7 a.m., it could be noon, it could be 2 a.m. Listen, if if they're boning, that's great. Mm-hmm. God bless them. They've been together since they were 15 and 16. Right. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. That My dad's penis still works. Right. My mom's vagina is good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. A little more graphic than oh. I hoped for, but all right. Okay. So three times a day, you think? Huh? Okay. See, I thought that would end it. I thought you'd get grossed out and move on. No. Does your dad, uh, dad ever just run down the hall and go, it's time! <laughs> Anything like that? <laughs> Do you think they just have a look? <laughs> like just raise, raises an eyebrow or something like that, and then they just know and they just automatically just head for the bedroom. Oh, or the God. kitchen counter or whatever's convenient. Oh, yeah. Steam whistle? <laughs> steam whistle. <laughs> Good yes. guess. Do you think do you okay. think they ever get home from dinner and just are so hot they do it in the car before oh, they even go into the house? So gross. Do it in the car first before they go in the house and do it is what you mean. Oh. <laughs> right? I Stop it. We're just giving you something to think about over Thanksgiving, that's all. Right? <laughs> hey, um, hey, Jensen. Oh, hello, friend. Hey, K-Rex Kevin. Hey. There's been a lot of uh, wrongness about food on the program in recent weeks. Um, y'all were wrong about uh, candy corn, every single yeah. one of you but me. Uh, Dave was wrong. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jensen's on the I candy corn. I was in with you. Yeah. Um, Dave, obviously, as we just heard, couldn't be more wrong about Thanksgiving, which right. is... He's a, he's a literal Babadook. He's yeah. a disaster in our basements. He's an awful monster. <laughs> he is, because Thanksgiving <laughs> yes. is the greatest food holiday of the whole year, but... Where are we on pineapple on pizza? There's a reason I, I bring it up. It's a, it's back in the news. Pineapple on pizza. I can I can say that I am a fan. Ugh, it's disgusting. I could say uh, okay. 
Don't love, but Not okay. your favorite, but you don't mind it. Sure. Okay. As being like as I am, I think this one I'm going to dissent. I don't necessarily like pineapple. Not in. Okay. No pineapple on pizza. Okay. Well, the reason it's in the news is because uh, this story goes back to 2017 originally. The president of Iceland, Gudni Johansson, was doing a a school assembly. And one of the students asked him about pineapple on pizza. And he said that he would like to ban it. Um, ban he, it. He, he, said he would wow. like to, he would like Jeez. to ban it. Right? Easy. A weird assembly. <laughs> the uh, the comment sparked international debate about the so-called Hawaiian pizza. By the way, we know it as Hawaiian pizza, and oftentimes it's not just the pineapple, but uh, people will put ham on it as well. That's the other half of it. But uh, do you do you know where Hawaiian pizza was actually invented? I'm gonna go not Hawaii. You are correct, not All Hawaii. Right. What if I were to tell you Canada? is where Hawaiian pizza was invented. Well, that God makes sense. Damn it. <laughs> a southern Ontario restaurateur named Sam Panopoulos, who died in June of 2017 at the age of 82, is actually the one who invented Hawaiian pizza. So at the time, uh, Canada was outraged, by the way. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, waiting at the time, declared himself a, meaning, uh, a member of Team, team Pineapple and uh, stated his support for this delicious southwestern Ontario creation. Uh, even the man who invented it weighed in to say how wrong the president of Iceland was. Hmm. So at the time, 2017, again, president of Iceland, there was so much heat on him that he had to issue a statement saying, I, I like pineapples, just not on pizza, but I do not have the power to make laws which forbid people to put pineapple <laughs> on their pizza. I guess people were concerned when he said he wanted to ban it, right? <laughs> I'm glad is that every other problem in Canada solved. Well, that's uh, this why is, I, I this miss the days. I miss the days when the U.S. had issues like pineapple on pizza. <laughs> right. I miss a general interest story. <laughs> right. Well, we were just talking about whether the dress was blue or yeah. silver, right? Right. Those days. Uh, I am glad that I do not hold such power. Presidents should not have unlimited power. I would not want to hold this position if I could pass laws forbidding that which I don't like. I would not want to live in such a country. For pizzas, I recommend seafood. Oh. No. This Hot is what take. he said Don't at the time. Do it. Hot take. What? Mm-mm. Seafood. Now, let's remember that Iceland is one of the fishing, uh, you know, hotspots of the whole world. And I guess that was just his uh, his nationalist way of trying to, you know, get more people to put seafood on their pizzas. He said it would be a nice thing to do. And he resisted uh, charges that he was in the pocket of Big Fish. <laughs> big Fish? <laughs> that, that Tim Burton film? Uh, so, my, so my guess would be, because I've only had little shrimps on like a California pizza kitchen right. mm-hmm. pizza. But he says seafood. What else could he even be referencing? Maybe like lobster. Uh, oh, I've had crab. I've had crab on my pizza before. And that's real good. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Who knows? In Iceland, I bet they use fish you know, and seafood for everything. So I bet they got a lot of different sort of things. Well, anyway, it's back in the news right now. That all happened in 2017. You thought it would blow over. But there was a recent interview on to celebrate the 50th anniversary of, a, of an Icelandic news show. Or excuse me, a Canadian news show called As It Happens, where it came up again. And he had to issue another statement saying, the influence of the office got the better of me, and I went a step too far. So two years later, he's still apologizing (laughs) for suggesting that he wanted to ban Hawaiian pizza. But I think everybody's uh, on the uh, on the. I think everybody's made up. They've kissed. They've made up. And I think the decision now is, you know, get what you like. If you if you if you like pineapple on your pizza, go for it. If you could ban every any food, is there something in your arsenal that you would get rid of forever? Um, ban any food. God, I know there is something because we've talked about it. We've talked about the worst food in the world. I think pork rinds should be illegal. Really? Because they don't technically make sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's just like 
air. Yeah, it's like gross pork air. Yeah. I, yeah. I just I think it's I think it's grotesque mm-hmm. and I think that we don't know the process. It's a very alien-esque food. Oh, we're not well, supposed to. And also yeah. not a lot of people know how to like know what it is. It's not a very popular snack. I suspect that pork rinds come from the last bit of the pig that they can't make pork chops or or you know pepperoni or anything out of that you've heard of yeah. I mean, hot dogs the, yeah it's, even the hot dog industry is like nope not for yeah, us no thanks <laughs> this is this is like their the the pig's nose and his molars is what they're using <laughs> right. for pork ride so um i don't know i i there there's definitely foods that are an abomination for me mm-hmm. nothing comes to mind i mean i hate tomatoes desperately <laughs> that wow seems, that seems a broad pick. hate them but right. i will allow i will allow them I think but capers could go Oh, I Those like are just I love, like, I love oh, a good caper. They're just like little circles of capers on salmon, though. Delicious. No, it's they're, not good. No, it's just ew, a little circle of yuck. It's good with like a lox and a. I mean, I don't mean uh, to sound very Jewish here, well, but I'm very it. Jewish. <laughs> but like uh, a bagel with lox and cream cheese with some capers on mm-hmm. it, maybe one onion. No. Right. I'm constantly just flicking them off whatever food they happen to. Ugh. Get away, caper. Let's write that Beat down. It, caper. Let's write that down for next week. The one food that you would uh, you'd ban from the earth if you could, because I think a, a lot of our listeners would surprise us with what they come out with. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I even have one. Oh, I know I have a bunch. I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very. The guy's got to go to the whiteboard in the other room, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Also, um, when you get around to it. Would you pull your head out of your ass? Uh, thanks for that info, Bean. How yes. dare you? Is back. Very excited about that. <laughs> Cheers with Beer Mug talking Thanksgiving food. On the program today, we have uh, the tickets for the Almost Acoustic Christmas. We Absolutely, have a... we do. Yes, we do. Uh, we have Absolutely, a... we do. Right, I got it. Okay, I just want to make sure you got it. <laughs> Yo, can you guys do me a favor and smash that absolute button? <laughs> we will. <laughs> thanks. A brand new uh, internet roundup. Keep it 100, and I think that's it. Uh, excuse really me. See, yeah, that's uh, it. Musical for today. Jesus Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> joins us in the seven o'clock hour this morning. By the way, let's not forget that. Has that been added? No, it's been on the oh. schedule all week long, and it's happening oh, today. I don't see it's it. the best day of the whole year. Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, the greatest human ever, Weird Al. So you don't know he canceled? He oh, didn't that cancel. Would so that would be awful. Seven twenty. <laughs> Weird Al never cancels. He's a man of his word. <laughs> Plus, Weird Al. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. That means it's time for a first look at what's happening. Here's Allie. Could you feel it in the air? Feel it in the air. It's here, you guys. What's here? It is finally here. Gwyneth Paltrow has done it again. Oh. It's her yes. epic gift guide featuring $650,000 worth of selections. It is here. Goop's holiday gift guide. She has broken it down. Kids love it. She has broken it down into uh, different categories just to make it easier for us, the consumer. Everything from the guy's gift guide, the one and only gift guide, the wellness junkies gift guide. I'm doing all of my Christmas shopping on Goop this year. Well, so give me some good stuff. A while ago, you were like, Allie, where would I get a Maribou Feather Playful Tickler Pleasure Puff Ring? And I said, well, I think you'd look under the lover's gift guide, <laughs> Bean. And okay. I'm right. That uh, That's going to set you back about $700. Ooh, that's there, a lot. I was going to get that from my mailman, and that seems okay. extravagant. There is nothing whiter than the Goop gift guide. It's there, amazing. It has to be the whitest Maine, like Vermont, 
Why's it got to be Maine? I'm just saying it's like this gross, like, I have a catalog that I'm going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on things I'm never going to see again. <laughs> see, I think you're wrong because I, a lot of people are like, I like smoking, but what about a 22-carat gold pipe that I could smoke out of? Indeed. <laughs> wow. Indeed. That's only 140 bucks, though. I thought it would be a lot more. Oh. Some people saying, God, I love a room that gives off a little bit of light, but I'd love it in the shape of a banana. I'm sorry? Yeah, a $340 lamp in the shape of a banana. A $275 ceramic backgammon set. But I know you, Bean. I know what you're looking for. Something no one else has. Exciting. And for only $172,000. Okay. You can have an entire village in Spain. <laughs> what? It's on oh. her gift guide. <laughs> it's a village in Spain. I, just, I can't. How many uh, is she selling? Is I it just one? It's is just it first one. Come, first this, serve? Yeah, you better get on it. Wow. It's so that's, much. That's Celebrities. Cheap. Just that's like us. Cheap for a village in Spain, by the way. That's yeah, kind of a steal. I don't think it's a great village. Yeah, I'm But sure. it's your village. But okay. what can you do with it once you buy it? Rule over it. it. Open a Dave and Buster's. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, be quite you the could, coup in that village. You couldn't buy a house in Southern California for that, right? So why not buy a, a villa in or a, a town in Spain and just live in it? That'd be where you where you where you live. It would be. It's probably just land, right? Yeah, I don't think it's like built up like little villages and like shops. It right. would be great for being though for just his little sleeping bag, <laughs> sitting in dirt. <laughs> um, is the Goop catalog online? Can I do some research on the, the Spanish town? Goop.com. Okay. Yeah, you can find it right there. You guys, Woodstock founder uh, reportedly has been planning a 50 in a, in, what? 50th anniversary show for quite some time. Okay. All right. So, of course, you know the legendary 1969 nice festival, attended by more than 400,000 people, well-received. Sequel in 1994 to celebrate the 25th anniversary. Lip biscuit. Well received. As well as another event in 1999, infamously descended into total chaos. But we are coming up in 2019 on the 50th anniversary. This man is supposedly looking for headliners, actively scouting an outdoor space, and a teaser message has gone up on the official Woodstock website. So he doesn't have anything yet? No. But an idea? It's probably going to happen. Okay. I mean, it's 50. You got to do something at 50. Is sure. that land where the original festival was held still a field? Is it still empty? Could they hold it there? Or has it been built up in all these years? No, I think it's still a field. It's. Hmm. I think it's a historic field. Well, I wonder why he's looking for a location to have it then. Maybe they said me. no. Yeah, after 99. Yeah, they're like, yeah. nothing's coming Which one did we go to be? Was it 99. I oh, mean, I'd say 94. You we probably went to went it was terrible. Oh, then you went to... Whichever one we went to, Kid Rock was there. I remember that. 99? Yeah. Yeah. Was it 99? Yeah. And Green Day, too, right? And Limp Biscuit as Limp well. Biscuit. Oh, yeah. But that was the 25th. That was the big one. That was 94. Okay. That was the good, that's yeah, the one that we was a good one. Yeah, we yeah 99 one. you'd remember because yeah, it, it didn't really end well for anyone. Okay. Everyone died at that one. Really? Yeah. I might I understand, be wrong. Don't Google it. I understand hmm. why they would want to commemorate the 50th anniversary, but the thing about Woodstock that was cool at the time is there weren't those festivals all the time, and now there's right. one in almost every city in America almost every weekend of the year, so it's not that big a deal. You call it Woodstock, but it's really just going to be another Coachella, another Lollapalooza, you know, another Bonnaroo. Wow. 
But that Woodstock's the OG. How dare you besmirch yeah. its good name? Sha Na Na played at the first Thank Woodstock. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Give it respect. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Some birthdays for you. Martha Plimpton, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Marg Helgenberger, and Pete Davidson. What's he been up to? <laughs> Haven't heard from him in a while. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Well, you still do your part. You still but do you said, you okay, I but you said, said I'm going to play at the beginning, do my but, thing first. But you do your thing first. Well, you said you were going to do your thing first. Rosie back in the studio. <laughs> today, I'm thankful for everything. Mm. It's Thanksgiving, y'all. So today, I'm going to be giving some thanks. Thanks, 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 It's the fourth Thursday of November. Give some thanks. Thanksgiving time, so you know I gotta give some thanks. And it's cold outside, which I like. Give some thanks. I can wear my favorite turkey sweater. Give some thanks. La familia is here. Give some thanks. My cousin from Alhambra. My second cousin from Santa Carita. My third cousin from Pasos Arrica. All here. Give some thanks. To celebrate the blessings of the harvest. Give some thanks. Thanks. Thanks and thanks. Thanks. Give some thanks. Thanksgiving is the best, so I gotta give some thanks. I mean, come on with the Rosa G, right? Yeah. She's the best. She's an American treasure. She's Amen. the opposite of Dave the King of Mexico. So happy Thanksgiving, yeah. Rosa G. And thank you for all the great work you've done over the years with your music. It is time for a feature we call... That's that info, Bean! How dare you, Bean by the way? He spends a lot of time on the internet. He reads stories. There's no conversation going on in the room. None of us are talking about the topic. Mm-hmm. And just out of the blue, he'll say something and think that it's fascinating to everyone. In my defense, could I just say all conversations have to be started by somebody? Okay? So if nobody Most ever... of these are not conversation starters as much as they are enders. Well, let's all be the judge of that, <laughs> all as, right. you, as you described. Um, I will do the impression of you first, and then if anyone else says anything in the room, which, by the way, is against the rules, mm-hmm. uh, I'll let you know what that is. All right, the first one is, ah, ah, I got to decide where to eat today, you guys. Pause. Okay. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> It's such a burden. <laughs> I mean, how, how hard can that be? Well, it is. It's and is a very... that a conversation starter? No, I okay. see your point. Because there's really nothing that you guys can do for me to right. help with that. So where is that going to go? I, I, that one's a conversation ender. That's, That's I, that I, info beam. I, I see your point there. I, I don't think we spend enough time talking about how hot Casey Musgrave is. He did. <laughs> um, that is true, by the way. We're not saying true or false. Okay, but uh, Jensen, you're with me on that. She's underappreciated as an attractive woman, right? She is. She's an attractive lady. Mm-hmm. But that's I that info. I'm sorry, I don't you... know if. No, I just I don't know if you know. It's something we can all discuss over a few minutes. Right. It need, okay. Didn't need to be brought up. I Co- understand. A couple days ago. Um. I wonder what Barbara Walters is doing now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, did you no, think one of us was going to have an update? Per- perhaps Allie might have known. Thanks for that info, B. Doesn't it ever happen where you just think of a celebrity and you thought, oh, man, I haven't thought about Gene Hackman in a long time. Like, where is he now? What's he doing with his days? I had one last night. Yeah. I woke up at 1230, stomach ache, stayed up all night, and around 2 a.m., I went, what happened to Coney? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Coney was a guy? Yeah, we bad never guy. caught him. We yeah. never caught him. Yeah. I looked it up and Googled and everything. Tony's still, still around. Still at large. Still okay. living his life. But did you talk right. to Danielle about it? No. Yeah, I, I, I think I that's about, the key. I thought about shaking her and being like, babe, 
Yeah, Tony's still loose. That's the key. <laughs> sometimes when you think something, go ahead and keep it a thought. What if Barbara Walters is living with Coney somewhere? <laughs> oh. Ever think about that? Oh, an interview oh. gone awry. Right. Hey, hey, I'm reading a ten thousand word article on a song. <laughs> Nobody says anything. I'm not in love with it right now. <laughs> what was the song? No I one wish said, I remember. No one says anything. There's a lot of detail in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that info, Ben. <laughs> yes, Pete. Any thoughts on on conversation starters? I mean, I guess if I if I named the song at the time, maybe you guys would have had some, you know, something to say about it. Like you liked it, or you thought it deserved it. Or you... I mean, the only answer is how do you read a ten thousand word piece on any song? Right. Really. Well, yeah. Okay. Love actually came out 50 years ago today. 50. Whatever. No one says anything. So did the movie Elf. Nothing. I'm going to put up a poll about which movie is better. Love actually or Elf. That whole conversation he had by himself. That is completely appropriate given our job and given the season. Love actually and Elf. Yeah, they both came out on the exact same day in 2003. Which one has held up better? I thought that was a legitimate topic for the show. Okay, and the fact that no one in the room said a word? Well, uh, I mean, doesn't that maybe uh, feel like perhaps... That was something that didn't need to be said out, out loud. That one could have understood your level of interest. That sorry. one could have tethered, though. He could. We could have volley, volleyed nope. that one. A little well, bit. I wound mm. up after he put up the poll, telling him the poll was just wrong because they're not comparable movies. Right. Like, what are you doing? You can't put up a poll of which one's better because they're not of the same mm. ilk. Well, they're both holiday classics, though, modern holiday, holiday classics that lots of people enjoy and watch. Well, we've I engaged think. him now. Mm-hmm. Way to go! <laughs> Way to go! Hey. <laughs> I had a dream last night about Taylor Swift, you guys. And I said, how does that affect us? And Bean said, I was just surprised it had so much detail. Oh, God. <laughs> Not like what hold on, you're hold thinking, on, hold, on, hold on. Nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> Thanks for that info, Bean. Look, is it, that can't be an uncommon discussion for coworkers to have is about dreams, right? I never want to hear a dream conversation again. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Chip's already scarred. Plus, I work with a dream interpreter. Uh, there could have yeah. been uh, that could have gone somewhere. Ali could have helped me out. She didn't say anything because no, no, no she didn't. Right. <laughs> and finally, um, you know how you burn somebody uh, with food? Yeah. You know, Bean loves chocolate milk. So if we're drinking chocolate milk, we go, ah, we got some chocolate milk, Bean. And then he's like, oh, I wish I had it so much. Bean's not so good at playing that game. I can't, I can't hear you guys right now. A new Katy Perry Christmas song just came out. <laughs> pa- long pause. And then Allie said, wow, that's a sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that info, Bean. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. All right, Muggsy, let's deal with you. What's going on, man? You know, just another day, another dollar. Got to make it here at K-Rock. What does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. I just just thought I would uh, speak from the heart. <laughs> what? What does that mean? <laughs> uh, for people who haven't heard Cheers with Beer Mug, explain. Well, I uh, go down to my local hole-in-the-wall uh, watering hole, 
And a lot of holes. <laughs> yeah. He goes to a bar, guys. She said. Right. And um, I ask fellow bar patrons uh, the latest topics that are plaguing America. And sometimes they're hard hitting, sometimes they're softballs, but they're never hard hitting. <laughs> yeah, come on. When was that? <laughs> come on. Don't you remember when Mud solved the problems at the Gaza Strip? Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Uh, so uh, they, they've been drinking normally when I ask them questions. As and, have you. Yeah, as have I. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time, I went down there, and Thanksgiving is next week, so I wanted to ask my fellow patrons what their thoughts of Thanksgiving and all the festivities and food surrounding it in this episode of Cheers with Beer Mug. Beer Mug, he wants to go where everybody knows his name. Yeah. Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you... He's already drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer Mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. Wow. That's a good question. That was the hard-hitting question. Oh, that was the one? Okay. All right, good. All right, here we go. Uh, Talking about Thanksgiving food. Thanksgiving is almost upon us. What is your favorite part of the holiday they call Thanksgiving? We go to Vegas, get a suite, hit a turkey uh, buffet... No cleaning, no relatives, no friends, no fuss, no muss. No relatives, no friends. That's the way to do it, actually. <laughs> he dodges everyone he knows. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Esther, what's your favorite part about Thanksgiving? I've made it a tradition to go see my sister second year in a row in Washington. So I guess seeing my sister and her family. Mostly her dog, actually. I'm coming for the dog. <laughs> so you would say that you get, a, you get along better with her dog than your actual, her actual family, your actual family. For sure. What is your most favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Well, the food, basically, picking out. What do you have to say to all the articles coming out against turkey nowadays? <laughs> oh, I'm never a huge turkey fan anyways. I like the ham, maybe some chicken. Not a, not a turkey fan. So you could, you could do Thanksgiving with a different meat option. Yeah, definitely. Turkey's too dry for me. It's a good follow-up question, though, Muggs. <laughs> good follow-up question. Because he, he hadn't made that explicitly right? here with his answer. Make sure. Uh, Way too dry. Veronica, what is your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Spending time with beer mug in front of a fire with a big old turkey leg in each of our hands. I like stuffing and mashed potatoes as well, but I love beer mug. You know what the craziest part of Thanksgiving is? You spend four or five days looking for the perfect outfit, and you get dressed, and you walk to the living room. You get your makeup all done, and you're so ready for, like, Thanksgiving. And you're my family. I've seen you all my life. Why am I trying to impress you? Right? Can we stop you the tape right there? Is, is that true, Allie? You do get dressed up differently for Thanksgiving, but you're literally walking five feet. And you're literally looking at people that you know and love so, that don't care. Absolutely true. It's absolutely that is, true. That is a very astute observation. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you do a Thanksgiving rehearsal before you do the actual thing? No. What's, what is there to rehearse? Right? That's a strange question. I don't understand that question at all. Do you rehearse? You want to make sure everything goes to goes what, according like, to plan. Like but, a trial run of dinner? Yeah. Who, like, where, who, where everybody's sitting. You know, you can't put grandma next to cousin Steve because they fight. Oh. So you have to do it a complete run through? Like- Absolutely. 
Okay. Like a rehearsal for a Broadway show? Right. All right. Do you hire people to stand in? <laughs> yes, you get stand-ins, okay. you get lighting directors. All right. Wow. Uh, okay, I didn't know any of this. Wow. Mug, did you come up with this so you get a whole separate Thanksgiving meal on the Wednesday as well? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> your turkey sucks, your, <laughs> your stuffing sucks, and the booze is great. There's nothing to rehearse. Have you ever, you've never had good turkey or stuffing? I don't do Thanksgiving food. I'd rather have a street taco and a margarita. I'm here with uh, the fabulous, lovely, ravenous Robin. Wow. What's your favorite part of Thanksgiving, Robin? The mashed potatoes and gravy. What do you think of the turkey? It's getting a bad rap lately. No, I like turkey. I make a turkey every year. Is it juicy and buttery and delicious and flavorful? Uh, yes, it is. It doesn't have. There's no stuffing in the butt, though. <laughs> why not? Why can't? Why don't you want to stuff the butt? I prefer to have my stuffing outside of the butt. It's a little mushy when it, they put it in the butt. Oh, are we still talking about turkey? I think. I think yeah, we're yeah. talking about stuffing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are. <laughs> and that's cheers Woo! with bugs. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Are you ready for Weird Al Yankovic? Is that, what beat? What's that noise? <laughs> what? Can, can, can you talk like a human? It's weird. It's weird. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of Weird Al Yankovic. Hey guys, how you doing? Hi. It's the most wonderful day of the year. About once a year, Al comes by, and it's like it's like a visit from Santa Claus. It's, it's a just, holiday of, of our very own. Sure. It just makes us all so happy. Al, how have you been? I'm doing well, thank you, Bean. Why are your voices going so high? <laughs> <don't know. laughs> Al, you have had an unbelievable 2018. J- just when you think, you- just when you think you've done it all, 2018 must go down as one of your greatest years ever. Let's say that it is. It's all downhill after this. <laughs> Before we talk about the strings attached to her, which is why you're here, because tickets are going on sale uh, t- today. Is I'm here because I miss you guys. Oh. Well, we appreciate that. Today yes. at 10, yes. Today at 10, tickets are going on sale. We'll talk all about the strings attached. Let's talk about what led to the strings attached, which was the crazy tour that you did earlier this year. I, I like going to extremes. So, like, earlier this year, I did the uh, ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour, <laughs> which is my most stripped-down tour. That was literally just me and the band walking out on stage and sitting down on stools and playing all the songs that nobody wants to hear. All the <laughs> deep cuts. ironically, everyone wanted to hear. <laughs> it actually did very, it was a great tour. It went really well, and I had a great time. But I thought, you know, we've done that. Now let's go the whole other direction. Let's do the most, you know, huge extravaganza we can possibly think of. So it's me and the band and background singers, and we've got the costumes and the props and the big screen. And, by the way, we've got a full symphony orchestra on every day. So That's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, is it just that you have done the, the the standard Weird Al tour for so many years that it you you wanted to mix it up for yourself and for the band? Yeah, that- yeah, we did we did a, a two hundred dates on the mandatory fun tour, and again that was great. But that was sort of like the same kind of tour that people have been seeing for decades. It's you know me and the fat suit, me and the Amish get up and the Segway and all that kind of stuff, which is fun. But I thought you know I want to do something different, so that's why we're trying all these different iterations now and and uh, giving people something different. And you're saying every city has a different or- an orchestra, and every city does it basically, yeah. I mean, there's some cities that have branded orchestras like the Colorado Symphony and, and uh, some uh, cities were putting together our own or- orchestra. So I'm already getting like phone calls and emails. My cousin plays the viola. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry about sending you that email. <laughs> yeah. He I is just, good, though. I just can't imagine an orchestra going, hey, you guys, we have to get through Eat It because we still have fat. Right. Let's get going. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Pick up the pace. How, I mean, I don't know anything about how music works. Obviously, these are talented musicians in these orchestras around the city, so they're good at learning material fast. But how does it even work? Do you send, is the music all written out and you send it out? to him like a couple of weeks in advance. It's all improv. Practice? Totally improv. <laughs> yeah. oh no, no, we either arranger. Uh, half of the show is from uh, the Hollywood Bowl show. We, d- we did two nights of the Hollywood Bowl a couple years ago, and it w- which is basically the mandatory fun tour, but with orchestra. And half of the show is going to be the same because we, we're playing the hits and the fan favorites, and right. half of the show is going to be songs that I think would be sounding really great with an orchestra. Right. But there is written music, and everybody that we're going to be playing with is, is a professional, you know, first-class union uh, musician. And and but the scary thing to me is and again it's going to be great but they, they see the music for the first time that day right. and we run oh. through it that afternoon and then we do the show wow oh, <laughs> yeah, but wow I, it would be very difficult to find any musician who doesn't know a Weird Al song yeah, true. by heart like this is it's not like they're just springing on a new you know uh, mim single like they're, <laughs> they're actually picking something that they know so it's not going to be that hard it's probably them. a good time for people who have to take their lives pretty seriously most of the time they're probably mm-hmm. love yeah. it. Yeah, it's not it's not Papa Roach's new album, <laughs> which or, is weird. He is doing some covers. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, Papa yeah. Roach. I, I, yeah, he's doing I Last do Resort. Hate, yeah, I do hate to suggest this, but is there going to be like a real blue blood trumpet player? Is going to be look? I got into this business for Beethoven and Bach. I got no time for Weird Al. I don't think that's the way it works. I think they show up they don't and get to say that. Like you know, if you want your paycheck, you got to play the Weird Al. I think that's that's kind of the deal. <laughs> Um, it's a bizarre idea. Do you have an accountant or anyone who said, hey, maybe, Al, this is a bunny loser? Uh, no, probably somebody should have. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we, because uh, I think we're going to lose money on this one. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you did, it'll be fun. That's the main thing. When sure. you did fairs, you had like a huge experience as well. Like the brain, the Al's brain. Like that was oh, a yeah. crazy undertaking too. That, that was great. What year was that? was like 2002? That was yeah, a while ago. Yeah, probably 2003 or but yeah, four. That was, I, and I, that's uh, nice you brought that up because I, I really loved it. It was a 10-minute movie, a 3D movie mm-hmm. about the workings of the brain and it had uh, Paul McCartney in it and my mother-in-law was in it, and Fabio was in it. I mean, just those three That's alone. Sure. Yeah. You got everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so were you on this stripped-down tour, just sitting on the stool, thinking, how could I really one-up this? Like, you, your mind never stops. I kind of thought of this uh, about the same time that I thought of the stripped-down tour, because I've, okay. I've got the five-year plan. I've got the whole business model. Sure. <laughs> I can tell you what I'm doing for the next 35 years, but it's a secret. It. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. No, but I, I just thought that it, this is the way to go, because you you got to give them the, the one extreme, then the other. Are you one of those people that once a tour ends, you're able to relax for a while, or are you constantly thinking about getting back on the road? No, when I'm off, when I'm uh, not working, I can 
totally unplugged. Turn it off. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard to get me plugged back in, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. what, do you, what do you do when you have that kind of downtime? Uh, mostly I'm just comatose. I'm just like, I'm just drooling, drooling out of the side of my mouth okay. a lot. I mean, 40 <laughs> years, guys. Right. Musician, uh, uh, one of the biggest musicians for 40 years. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, look, he's, I mean, a, he's a national treasure. We all know oh. that. It's America, <laughs> America's sweetheart. I'll tell you what Al isn't doing with his time when he's not on the road is writing any more goddamn songs. Oh. That's what he isn't doing. <laughs> because when you, when you came in and triumphantly announced that you were finally out of your record contract that had worked so well for so long, and you said, I remember many times, on even on this show, you said, well, we live in a different age now where I don't have to worry about uh, waiting long enough to put 12 songs together. If something strikes me, I can put it out tomorrow. And be timely and topical. None of that has happened, Al. None of it. I'm just, I'm just pacing myself. I'm writing one song a year. Dean <laughs> wakes up every morning and just searches. New song. Google, Google I got the alert. Al Google alert. Yes, yeah, and then I got, just got the refresh on my on my Spotify, and I'm like, where's all this Al music that he's now going to be free I, to I, compose? I have a theory on that. Oh, I don't think he is that to me because YouTube, right, gives us mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of bad examples of what Al has inspired these people to do. Sorry that you did that. <laughs> but but like I want him to still be the Yankees of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I don't I don't want him to put out everything cuz it's topical. He picks and chooses his lanes. And I and YouTube right. gives us all the crap. And I think that Hamilton Polka Incredible. that's like 5 years worth. Yeah, he did. So play. you take a break. So I'm good for 5 years. You are good. That <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah, well, that, there you go, Bean. Yep, he okay. Portugal the Man remixes. Portugal the Man remixes yeah. he did and then he showed up on the Weezer song that we right. play every 3 that's minutes. Right. Uh, and, you know, he's been around. He's been doing stuff. Come I know on. we're jumping all over the place, but we just get so excited when Al comes in. We try <laughs> to cover all the ground in it as, much, as quickly as possible. But let, let's talk about the Hamilton Polka for a minute. Sure. Because you and Lin-Manuel Miranda have kind of a mutual admiration society. I think that goes back a long ways, right? Yeah. Uh, he uh, We got together after after In the Heights because uh, I was thinking, oh, it would be fun to do a Broadway musical. And we had the same agent. And they said, well, you should meet Lin-Manuel. And I said, yes, I should. <laughs> and and we got along really, really well Lin's been a fan of mine since he was a, a young kid, apparently. Hasn't everyone? But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. He came to my house, and we knocked ideas around, and nothing kind of gelled at the time. Uh, but we've got a plan. Sometime in the next 45 to 50 years, we'd like to write a musical <laughs> okay, together. Okay, all right. So you've narrowed it down great. to that. Yeah. Good. Did he, at one, do I remember correctly, at one of the New York shows, he came out on stage and sang Yoda with you, right? He did, yeah. We, <laughs> it was a surprise to everybody. Like, at the very end of the show, I'm doing the audience sing-along, and then I go, okay, now just Lin-Manuel, and he runs out from the side of the stage <laughs> and sings the chorus and people are like what just What's happened? happened yeah the hamilton polka for folks who don't know is the entire broadway smash play hamilton in five minutes and you kind of uh, reinterpolated is that the word in- yeah, yeah, let's go with that one yeah um all of the songs from the show and put your own spin on what? it in just five minutes that, that, that was the idea i mean uh, uh truthfully it's like obviously not the whole show i, I mm-hmm. didn't <laughs> All the really sad songs about people dying and orphanages and <laughs> all that. that Let's maybe excise those for the, for the polka. <laughs> was that one of the most challenging things you've ever done, Al? Well, it was uh, because, you know, Lynn's a, a good friend of mine, and I, I, I'm a huge fan of Hamilton, and, like, I don't want to screw this one up. Yeah, so there was a lot of pressure to make it good. Did you run it by him at any point? Mm-hmm. Did you say, hey, is this okay? No, I, I gave him the list of songs that I was going to put in the medley, and after that I said, I'm not going to, you know, play it for you until it's done because right. I told him you can only hear it for the first time once. And mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a special experience for him. And uh, I was very happy that his wife, Vanessa, uh, videotaped him watching it and oh, listening right? to it for the, for the first time. It so that's amazing. actually on YouTube, him just, like, freaking out listening to the song for the first well, time. Well, because, again, as you mentioned, I mean, 
you were a childhood hero of his, and now he's got you covering him, you know? So, of course, it was a thrill. And when you guys came out together on The Tonight Show and you had to, I don't know if you were lip syncing or if you were rapping it live, but there's so many words in that song. There's a lot. <laughs> there's thousands of words in that song. Yeah, and unfortunately, I, and I told him and I told uh, Jimmy Fallon at the time, this is one of the songs I'm probably never going to do live because I, I wrote it uh, much too complicated to ever actually perform. <laughs> you don't think about that as you're writing? No. And well, there's I, I no did. way I'm going to be able to perform this. There are some songs that I do that I go, okay, this is not going to be a live one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The great Weird Al Yankovic in studio with us here on the Kevin Beach. We have so much more to discuss, but let me hit the details of the Strings Attached Tour because tickets are going on sale for the Greek show August 10th of next year at Ticketmaster.com. Tickets starting at just 45 bucks, you guys. Yeah, it's going on sale. I, it's, I'm totally oh, no. losing money on this. Yeah. Some losing money. We just lost 30 orchestra members. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's at 10 o'clock today through Ticketmaster, and you're also playing the Pacific Amphitheater at the Orange County Fair. Those tickets don't go on sale until Saturday, December 1st, but you can get all the details at WeirdAl.com. More with our guests right after this on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Al Yankovic blew his brains out in the late <laughs> 80s after people stopped buying his records. That is not I true, Hank. That's true. Al no, is no, healthy no. and well and fine <laughs> and in studio with us right now on the Kevin and Bean Show here on the world-famous K-Rock. Uh, let's talk about that uh, Weezer song for a second, Al. I know that you just have a lot of, uh, you probably get a lot of text messages from a lot of people asking you to do things. Is, is that where it started? Is Rivers Cuomo just said, hey, come be in our video? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, that I haven't told the story before. It's not a it's not a good or interesting story, but this is the first Excellent. time I'm telling it. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's what you do with Kevin and Bean. All right. I uh, I got a text from uh, uh, Violet, who is Frank Black's wife. I'm uh, friends with the Pixies, and she texted and said, "Hey, we're playing uh, we're playing the Forum with uh, with Weezer uh, next week. Uh, do you want to come to the show?" And I texted back, "Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to come." And then about ten minutes later, like. Oh, I told the guys from Weezer that you're coming, and they want you on stage with them. <laughs> That's I said, awesome. I said, well, okay. And they said, we want you to play Africa with us. I said, yeah, sounds great. So I, I did did that, and uh, it was a blast. And uh, uh, the video of that, the live performance... Uh, went viral, and then uh, not too long after that, I got another uh, text from uh, from R- River saying, uh, "You want to do a video for us?" <laughs> wow, <laughs> which is hilarious because it's a. I mean, there's no reason for you to be in that video. No reason at all. Yeah, there's no, no connection. There's whatsoever. a reason for Al to be in every song. Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. You must get asked to do so many things, Al. I, I, well, I suppose so. But mostly from Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> yeah. He won't leave I mean, me alone now. No, it was it was kind of odd because I, uh, you know, I, I didn't direct or write or have really anything to do creatively with the video. The director said we're doing kind of a, a, a takeoff of. Well, it's not really a parody or a takeoff. It's basically a gratuitous recreation. Yeah. <laughs> of the sweater video, uh, and I was like, okay, well, are you gonna have dogs in it? Like, no. Okay, so it's not really a recreation? Are you going to do it in slow motion? No. No. All right, well, uh, okay. Should I, and then it was like, should I look like Rivers Cuomo now, or should I look like Rivers, Rivers Cuomo, you know, in the early 90s, and it was a whole, and it, it wound up being what it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of jumping on stage with people, uh, was it two or three nights ago you were on with Sparks, right? You came out and did Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you keep track of how many bands you have gotten up <laughs> on stage with? Because don't you do a thing in Hawaii every year with, with, uh, with Alice Cooper and Steve Tyler? Yeah, at like New Year's Eve, they do a thing for the Maui Food Bank. Alice but, Cooper and Steven Tyler, you're on stage. It's like, that's that's the best part of being me. It's like every every day is like rock star fantasy camp. Like, oh, I'm going to jump on stage with one of my all time favorite bands again. <laughs> um, do you have a wish list? Like, is there somebody you keep waiting to ask you to come up on stage? Like, have you ever been up on stage with Paul McCartney? Uh, that would be probably be number one. On 
on my list. I'm not going to hold my breath for that to happen. But yeah, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Obviously, yeah. Number two is Papa Roach. Papa Roach, mm-hmm. number yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. Papa Roach again. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, we'll give away some tickets at the end of this segment to the Weird Al Yankovic 2019 Strings Attached Tour. So hang on for about five more minutes. A couple of things I wanted to ask you about that have happened since the last time you joined us. You got a star on the Hollywood oh, Walk of Fame. I did. How's that feel? It, it was amazing. You know, I have to tell you, um, it's uh, it was a lot more emotional than I thought. I was thinking, oh, I'm just going to go up there and do a funny speech and be wacky and, you know, and just be professional. But once you get up there and you have, you know, Laurent Gubler from the Chamber of Commerce giving your whole life story, and then Dr. Domeno came up and, and Tom Lennon came up, one of my closest friends, and wow. they're saying all these sweet stories about me. And, and then people from my childhood and from my college days are there. And the fans, I mean, the fans are the ones that actually bought the star. You have to be selected. But then, no, it's it's a pricey thing. There's a b- big chunk of change you have right. to pay. And the fans collected all this money, and they came from around the world to show up and see me receive the star. Wow. So it was very emotional. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to hold it together during the whole thing. Wow. How about that? Even with all the honors and awards and everything you've won, this one seemed uh, special. It, it Absolutely very special, yeah. And now I can just go there and just, like, you know, watch people urinate on my star. Yeah, and, right? You know, it's, a, it's, a, it's part of Hollywood history now. Good times. <laughs> has, uh, has anyone jackhammered your star up? Not yet. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you I near? Think, Who are you near? I am near uh, the, the recently departed uh, uh, Buck Owens. No, oh. not, not, oh. no, Rick, uh, Ray Clark. Sorry, Ray Clark. Ray Clark. Yeah, Ray Clark. Oh, Clark. wow. He passed huh. away yesterday. Yep, yep. Well, oh, so you're it's, it's the curse. I, it's the curse. <laughs> curse. Wow. How are you feeling? Who's I'm, on the other I, side? You know, I'm okay. <laughs> I heard that Roy Clark was the healthiest 85-year-old in the world until your star went in next to his. Oh, <laughs> but you're going to have a lot of extra visitors to your, you know, your part of the real estate, though, because of uh, because of all the Roy Clark fans, I imagine. I would, I would think so. <laughs> Getting some of his runoff. They're retreating in masses. They, <laughs> they're, they're they're just dropping flowers off every five minutes. It's a huge deal in Hollywood. Yeah. Hey, hee-haw forever. Come on. I, all right. I, I said, I've heard you say that a hundred times. <laughs> uh, one other thing, and if I could give you some uh, note, uh, some notes wow, here, Al. Oh, I, I think I'm serious. I think you missed an opportunity, my Uh-oh. friend. What I do? You're usually a very uh, perceptive guy, a very smart guy, obviously a very career savvy guy. You've managed to keep it going for a long time. Oh, but I know what I, happened. I, I feel like you missed an opportunity to not re-release Bohemian Polka with a new video. Because Bohemian Rhapsody is the biggest song in the world right now. It's back in the top oh, 40 again because of this movie. That's true. And your version of Bohemian Rhapsody, Bohemian Polka, is masterful. Thank, well, every 10 years, it's a huge hit. So that, I'm leaving that for all the viral <laughs> video makers. I, I just I think it was a missed opportunity, dude. Bean, it's, it's, if you want to make a video for it, you go right ahead. I okay. would love that. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's make a maybe, video. Maybe Rivers Cuomo should make a video for it. Yeah. I'm more of a uh, ukulele player than I am an accordion player. Okay. Uh, Describe player. I mean, I own one. Okay. I do. I own a ukulele. Right. Do you play the ukulele, Al? I, not well, no. But you can play it? I, I learned how to play it one day, and then the next day I forgot how to play. <laughs> okay. All right. So you put enough. in your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Weird Al Yankovic 2019 Strings Attached Tour. You're going all over the country. This is going to be a lot of next year, right? I, I, I want to say there's not... Uh, two hundred uh, two thousand nineteen strings attached. That's that's a <laughs> that's lot of people. The name of it. Okay. Yeah. That's just the name of the it's tour. It's a full puppeteer show. Understood, yes. <laughs> um, tickets are going on sale today at 10 a.m. through Ticketmaster for the Greek Theater Show on August 10th. We also have the August 8th Pacific Amphitheater at the Orange County Fair Show. Those tickets go on sale Saturday, December 1st, both through Ticketmaster. Get the complete lineup at weirdal.com. Before we say goodbye, we have 60 seconds with our guest, Weird Al Yankovic. Uh-oh. 
Al, Kevin is going to fire questions at you for one minute. Just okay. the first answer that comes to your mind. I'm Good ready. Luck. 60 seconds with Weird Al. What were you like in high school? Uh, younger. Did you get beat up in high school? Oh, I'm getting beat up right now. <laughs> Dog kisses on the mouth, yes or no? I just like to watch. Okay. <laughs> What's the worst job you ever had? Accordion repo man. <laughs> Do you ever look in your closet and say, God damn, I hate Hawaiian shirts? No, I don't curse. That's never okay. Sure. Uh, pineapple pizza, yes or no? Uh, uh, only when it's uh, pineapple pizza, yes. Okay. I hopper Denny's. Oh, gosh, for Thanksgiving, I'm going to go with Denny's. <laughs> Sad answer. What's the thing most people would be surprised to find out about you? I'm really an elderly Korean woman. Okay. <laughs> What's your least favorite song that you've ever done? Uh, let's go with Got a Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been in a real fight? Um, no, let's start one. Okay. Uh, what did you want to be as a kid? Um, uh, Rivers Cuomo. Really? Okay. Did it. Uh, if you were on a desert... I Oh, I wish I could have answered that question, but the time is out. <laughs> the time is out. What are we going to do? Al, happy holidays, my friend. Thank Thanks you, for my stopping friend. by the Kevin Thank you. Beecher. Great to see you. Thank you. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Yeah, he's gone. Sorry, Bean. Why? Uh, he's gone. It's all right. Why, He'll why, be back. Don't worry. I know, but why, why, are, we, why are we even doing the rest of the oh, show? Oh, okay. yeah, we should shut it down. Just okay. shut it down. I mean, no Al, no peace, right? Who's yes. with me? I agree. Hey, uh, about five minutes right now, we'll give you some tickets for night number one of the Absolute K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. So stand by to win. First, Allie is here with one of our favorite What's Happenings of the Week because it's Friday. Well, it's Yay. Friday. Whoa, whoa, Yay. Whoa. Yeah. Friday. Nope. Big old Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And during this Friday, what we do is we do the uh, 7 o'clock What's Happening as a That's My Jam playlist segment. So we have this playlist called That's My Jam. Go to Kevin and Bean um, on Twitter or Facebook at Kevin and Bean. We're going to link you to the playlist. And there's basically songs every single week, new songs that we're into, maybe an old song that just came up on our, our own playlist. And we said, oh, that's a great song. Let's put it on here. So it's everything that the Kevin and Bean show likes all of the different members. So it's pretty fun. You're going to have a ton of music if you follow along that playlist. And it's all very, very different. Very <laughs> different. And I think this week you'll see that it's very different. But Kevin, you're up first. What did you choose? I was watching the uh, finale of Mayan's MC, mm -hmm. which is a great show, which you should watch on video on demand if you if you haven't seen it yet. And I heard a song and I shazammed it because I had no idea what it was. Right. Plus, it's in Espanol. Oh. Hmm. So uh, the words basically mean don't mess with me. I'm warning you don't mess with me. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Proyecto TQ and it's called No Te Melas Conmigos. Very natural. There's no possible way I said that right, but that's the same. Come you, on. You're going to be right. pumping that over your uh, tamale Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Dig it. All right. Uh, what about you, Bean? I chose the latest single from Lil Peep. He, by the way, I was stunned to just find out that he died one year ago yesterday. Lil Peep's been gone a year already. He was only 21 years old. Jensen, you're the rap guy. He, yes. was, uh, he was a real talent, right? Yeah, he was on his way. He was like uh, a guy who could have really 
went over different formats. He could have been on K Rock and could have been on mm-hmm. Urban Stations, and he's just he was a real inspiration for other rappers. And uh, it's a bummer. I know you picked "Cry Alone" as one of your "That's My Jam" songs a few weeks ago, but his latest single is just tremendous. Little Peep, "Life Is Beautiful." It's not a, an upper. No, <laughs> most of Little Peep's music is not for your party. Mm. No, but it's real good. Yeah. All right, Jensen, you're up next. Uh, today, the Creed Two soundtrack came out. Uh, you can download it everywhere you get music. It is basically done fully by Mike Will Made It, one of my favorite hip hop producers. And the whole album has Lil Wayne. Uh, it has Mike Will basically teaming up with Schoolboy Q, Two Chains. Uh, Ray Shrimmer, J. Cole, uh, Ella May, I mean, literally everyone, Vince Staples, everyone's on this record. But the one that I want to pick as my jam is called Check, and it's Mike Will Made It with Nas and Rick Ross. Try to take my last breath, my air, had to check my fear. That's why they respect Nasir. Feel me, y'all witnessing what you never seen. Needed nothing attracts everything. The resurrection of a king. Man up, check, chest out, check. Fantastic. A Thanksgiving sound great thank in the movie, too. Thanksgiving jam, right? I feel like maybe they missed um, a great opportunity just to have that whole soundtrack, Creed. Oh, the, yeah. The well, band. Just yeah. the mm. whole soundtrack. Uh, I feel no? like I like it the way it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to dub it. When I okay. see in the theater, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring my own boombox. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to play Creed music when I think it fits and see what people think. Okay. I'd like to go to that showing. Give them the option. Sounds real fun. <laughs> um, this choice for me is um, is kind of shocking, but I had heard about this band a while ago. They are metalcore, and they're a British band, but the reason I picked this is because um, in 2016, the main songwriter in the band, Tom, passed away after a three-year battle that he was kind of keeping it to himself from melanoma which is something I had, and I'm obviously still here, but it is the fastest spreading cancer. It is just a mess. And he passed away at the age of 28. Mm. And if that wasn't bad enough losing your main songwriter in the band, his twin brother is the drummer. So it's just, they've been through a ton and their new album, Holy Hell, this is their eighth album and their first after Tom's death. They are working through some stuff. But the thing I love about this, it's got kind of a little bit of a Chester Bennington feel to it because there's these beautiful melodies. And then right when you're kind of into that, it hits you and you're like, holy crap, what just happened? <laughs> and this song is by a group called Architects and the song is Royal Beggars. I'm telling you, if you listen to the song and you're not like, oh, my face just got blown off, you're not (laughs) listening to it right. It is amazing. But again, that's Royal Beggars. The song is Royal Beggars by a band called Architects. And again, you can find all of those at Kevin and Bean on Facebook or on Twitter. It's our That's My Jam playlist. New music every single week. Just press follow, press shuffle, 
and you're going to have amazing music, you guys. Some birthdays for you. Um, Pete Davidson. <laughs> I remember Martha Plimpton. Mm-hmm. And I recall Mark Helgenberger. Good for you. Good. Okay. Where'd the paper go? Not real sure. That's what's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I don't know why you get nervous about this game, Kevin. I hate this game. It's an opportunity. Stop saying it's an opportunity. (laughs) For you to show how sharp you are. I'm not that sharp. That's what we're saying. My thing is I don't really care that I'm not that sharp, but I don't want to lose tickets for people. That well, makes me can. sad. Okay, here's what we're talking about. We're All talking right. about K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018. That's night number one, December 8th at the Forum. And the game we're playing is called Does Kevin Know? Does Kevin know? Does Kevin know? Well, there seems to be some doubt. Does Kevin know? Does Kevin know? I think it's time we all found out. Well, we know he has some knowledge, but it might be pretty small. He thinks he went to college, but he really can't recall. Does Kevin know? Does Kevin know? I think it's time we all found out. And it's not your fault if the listener loses the tickets because they have the opportunity to say no. Kevin will not know the answer to the question that Alex is asking. So So it's it's really, it's on them, man. It's on them. That's a great point. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay. I love it then. (laughs) There you go. Allie is your host. Callers, listen up. She'll tell you what's going on. All right. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you a question. Kevin will be in a different area of the studio, different things in his headphones. I won't hear it. I will ask you the question. All you have to tell me is, does Kevin know the answer or does he not? Then Kevin comes back, puts the headphones on. I ask him that same question, and that is your fate right right. there. Fair enough. So let's go to our first contestant. This is going to be Kim in Pomona. She's on line one. So, Kim, we're going to ask you to predict whether Kevin will know the answer to this question, okay? All right. Okay. Kevin is not listening. Here's your question. He's in a soundproof booth, and he's a dick, by the way. He's the worst. He's such a dick dick lately. I hate him. All right, Kim. Jared Leto, the lead singer of 30 Seconds to Mars, is also an accomplished actor. He won an Oscar, for God's sakes, in Dallas Buyers Club. We know that Kevin will know that he was a joker in Suicide Squad, but does Kevin know the show that he starred in as Jordan Catalano, full of teen angst that really made him a star? I am going to say, yes, he's going to know. He's going to know. All right. You don't know the same Kevin we know. All right, let's bring him back into the room. All right. Hey, Kevin. Hey, everybody. Aren't we having fun? We're having a great time. So, Jared Leto, (laughs) he won won an Oscar. The Joker. Oscar in Dallas Buyers Club. (laughs) Kevin will definitely know he portrayed the Joker in Suicide Squad. But does Kevin know the show that he starred in as Jordan Catalano full of teen angst that really made him a star? <laughs> oh boy. Jared Leto's TV show. What did Come Kim, on. What did, hey, so Kim said yes. Kim did say yes. Well, that's, that's a bad guess on your part. Kim, right, we tried to warn you. Um, damn it. See, see, this is what happens is I don't know, and then you say it, and I go, oh, of course. Would you, would you remember? Because I asked you this question yesterday. yesterday. Makes no difference. The show is my so-called life. My so-called life. Sure. Oh, I'm Kim. Sorry, I'm sorry, Kim. Kim but I'm, I'm sorry, but that was a bad guess on your part. <laughs> Thank you. <Clay. laughs> it's a great show for folks who really don't know. Great. It was Claire Danes. It was yeah. a wonderful show. All right. Let's go to uh, Gene in Newport Beach. Hi, Gene. Hi. How are you? Doing good, Gene. All right. Kevin is leaving the room. Can't hear. Here is your question. 
Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins is a huge baseball fan, which Kevin will never understand. But will Kevin know the team that Billy roots for? No, he will not. He will not. Kevin will not. Okay. okay. Sounds pretty clear. All right. Here comes Kevin walking back. Hey, Kevin. Hey. Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. Yes, huge figure. Huge baseball <laughs> yes, fan. Yes, he is. Yes. You directly identified Billy yes. Corgan. Uh-huh. I understand you don't like baseball. I don't. You have no time for it. Correct. Would you know the team that Billy Corgan roots for? Oh, come on. Cubs or White Sox? Cubs or White Sox? Cubs or White Sox? I think we're only going to accept one answer I know. on this one. Let's say Cubs. Oh, my God. You are right. Yes. Well so done. Oh. But, yeah, no. Gene, Gene, Gene said, said yes. Gene oh, said, he said no. Gene said no. He sorry, said he Gene. Know it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. Oh, man. Sorry, Gene. Sorry. Okay. Kevin is too good. That's the problem. I did this not game. see that coming. No, neither did I. No. How dare you? Just because they just won the World Series recently and he was mm-hmm. in it a lot. All over the game. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, Kelly in Hawthorne. Good morning. Yeah. Hey, Kelly. All right, Kevin's hey. leaving the room. Here's your question. The interrupters are made up of Amy, Justin, Kevin, and Jesse. Will Kevin know who in the band is related and how? I'm only going to ask him how they're related, though. So I don't want a marriage. I don't want anything like that. Will he get that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's bring Kevin back in. Hey, Kevin. Hey. The interrupters are made up of Amy, Justin, Kevin, and Jesse. Mm-hmm. Does Kevin know who in the band is related and how? <laughs> you can just give me the how. Give me the how. Uh, brother, sister. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. <laughs> oh, no. I already got it wrong. Okay. Yeah. Three of them are brothers. That okay. would be uh, everyone but Amy. Yeah. Yeah. And what did Kelly say? Yes. She said, you oh, know. No. Oh, no. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. But I know how they're related. I'm sorry, well, Kelly. That it's not that the question um, wasn't for you. It's for, <laughs> it's for loser me. Yeah, right. right. It's not does Kelly know. All right. I'm oh, sorry, Kelly. Sorry, Kelly. Oh, for three so right. far. This is tougher See, than we thought See, this is fun, Bean. It is fun. I'm enjoying I w- it. I would enjoy it more if somebody won tickets to the show. Vanessa in Los Alamitos. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hey, Vanessa. All right, Kevin's not listening. Here's your question. AFI's okay. music has been classified everything from alternative rock, horror punk, garage punk, emo to skate punk. But does Kevin know what AFI stands for? And we will not accept American Film Academy. I'm <laughs> just kidding. He won't know that. What does AFI stand for? Will Kevin know? Yes, I'm going to go with yes. Okay. Better. All right, here he comes. All right, Kevin. AFI's music has been classified as everything from alternative rock to horror punk, garage punk, emo. But do you know what AFI stands for? And not American Film Institute. What the band's AFI stands what for. What did Vanessa say? She it said you matter. would. Does it matter? A fire inside. Look <gasps> at that. Look at that. <laughs> Nice. Well done, Vanessa. Well done, Kevin. Can't believe you said yes, Vanessa. Do we have time for one more? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to uh, Raul in Valencia. Hey. Hey there. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Third Eye Blind has scored three Billboard Top 100 hits. Semi-Charmed Life, Jumper, How's It Gonna Be? But their album, Out of the Vein, seemed to kind of... Chronicle the breakup of lead singer Stephen Jenkins and his girlfriend, who happened to be a huge Hollywood actress. Will Kevin know which actress Stephen dated for three years? Oh, boy. Um, no. No. 
No. All right. All right. Let's bring yeah. Kevin back. All right, Kevin. Yes. Third Eye Blind. Mm-hmm. Their album, Out of the Vein, seems to chronicle the breakup of lead singer Stephen Jenkins and his girlfriend. He dated this woman for three years, a huge Hollywood actress. Does Kevin know Stephen Jenkins' ex-girlfriend? I guarantee you knew it at the time. <laughs> give me a second. Okay. Let's give him a second. No. Don't know. Do you know the answer Sorry. by chance? Raul? Raul? I, I have no clue. All right. We're all in the same boat. It was Charlize Theron. Uh, yeah. Right. But he got it Thanks, right. Jeff. He got it right. All right. Well done. Uh, do we have time for one more? We can do one more. Because, or should we call uh, it? No, I feel good about this next Because we went one. out on a win. No, I that's know. What I'm saying. This one's going to be a win, too. Okay. okay. All right. Why? How Who's come? this going to be? Uh, this is Todd Riverside. Who's it going to be? All right. Hey, All right. Todd. Yes. How are right. you guys doing? Good. Kevin is not listening. Greta no Van time for chit-chat, Todd. Greta Van Fleet is an okay. American rock band from Michigan formed in 2012. A lot of people think they sound a lot like one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Led Zeppelin. Does Kevin know the name of Led Zeppelin's guitarist? Yes, absolutely. He should, right? Okay. All right, let's get Kevin back. Hey, Kevin. Hey. A lot of people think Greta Van Fleet sounds like Zeppelin. Right. Do you know the name of Led Zeppelin's guitarist? Led Zeppelin's guitarist. All right, Todd, we're doing something here, dude. If you're going to say anything, help me. <laughs> Todd, by the way, said yes, absolutely yes. Oh, no. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. The guitarist for Led Zeppelin. I mean, of one course, of the... By the way, of course I know who it of is. Course, I mean, he's one of the most yeah. famous musicians of all time. Right. And his name is... And if you if you were going to call him, you would yell what words out to get him? Hey, attention. Led Zeppelin guitarist. <laughs> well done. That's what I would yell. Uh, Let's go with that. I don't know. All right. It's also Charlie Theron. How about Can you guys that? Believe well, it. Does Jimmy Page sound familiar? Yes, of course. Okay. All right. What a dumbass. Sorry, we went out on a loser. Way to go. Hey, God. thanks, Bean. Sorry, we went out on a loser because I of you. I wanted to go out on a winner, yeah. but. Uh, but the girl. All right. right. <laughs> Vanessa and Raul were both able to crack the code that is Kevin's melon, and they knew what Kevin would and wouldn't know. One of them is going to be going to night number one of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Coos to Christmas, Saturday, December 8th at the Forum. Who's our winner, please? The winner is Raul. Nice. Raul, congrats. Yeah. Th- Thank you. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Thanks for playing the game. Does Kevin know? Does Kevin know? Well, I think we all found out. You ready for a brand a brand new internet roundup? Yeah, let's do this. Hit, hit it, Chief. Yeah, brace yourself. Uh, uh, click that mouse and open your browser. Pull up your shirt and drop them trousers. We've got shots that need your viewing. Laugh so hard that you'll start spewing. It's Kevin and Beans, yo, internet roundup. It's all the best viral videos of the week in one handy location at krock.com or kevinandbean.com. There's uh, a couple of things I just want to mention real quick. We're not going to play audio from it, but there are some very nice Stan Lee tributes, including somebody put together a video of every Stan Lee cameo ever. Yeah, I like that. Not only all 20 of the Marvel movies, but lots of other things that he's been in, in cartoons, 
in, Incredible Hulk TV show yes. and, and uh, um, a Mall Rats and all sorts of stuff. That's very, very cool. So you definitely want to uh, check that out. Um, Dave, what's the deal with this crazy-looking cat? This guy's I freaking have... out over at his mom's house. Um, did you see that cat I... with the big eyeballs? It's my favorite video. I, it, is it real? It is real. Mm. But what cat has huge eyes like that and never blinks? It looks cartoonish <laughs> because so the eyes are so big and it yeah. never blinks. It just looks like it's fake. But it looks like the beginning of a horror movie. Yes. But so wouldn't he- you have the same reaction as this guy? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes okay, I would. Uh, so he so he sees this cat outside and he's yelling to his mom and you can tell he is freaking out about not only his own cat who he's worried about he's he thinks this cat's gonna kill him listen to this what the f- is that a f- cat hey don't f- look at me like that that's a weird look of f- cat ma yo there's a stray cat outside I don't want it starting a fight with Lucy Lucy it's okay. It's okay, Lucy. Don't worry about it. Ma! Ma, there's a weird f- straight cat outside. It looks it looks like grandma the f- thing. Hey, get the f- out of here. I don't even know if that's a f- cat. Blink, mother f- <laughs> ah, No, 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 no. <laughs> Right? <laughs> is this the same guy that was on the boat that saw a whale? Like, <laughs> I love that so much. The cat comes comes running toward him, and you know that guy was back inside his house in a second. You gotta watch this video. Yeah, it that's will funny. freak you out. Uh, not as much as Trumpy Bear will freak you oh out. Oh my god! I thought this. I still think this might be fake. No, I can't. This is a straight like I made can't for get my TV product. It is a true product. In fact, it I has been one. it has been around for six or seven months. But every time they buy a new ad campaign on Fox News, people see it again for the first time, and that's what happened recently. They started uh, advertising, I guess, as a Christmas gift or something. But it's called Trumpy Bear, and you're not going to believe this commercial is real. <laughs> the wind whispered through the forest. A storm is coming. I am the storm, the great American grizzly. Introducing the original Trumpy Bear, <laughs> the fearless, super plush American grizzly. Right, Trumpy Bear right was there. born. So, to- Trump, so Trumpy Bear is a teddy bear. That is like wearing a little suit or something, right? He's wearing a, a suit. He has the comb over. And he has the comb over. It's, it's clearly a tribute to President Donald Trump. Okay. They can't, I guess they can't use his name or something like that. What? You don't think this is for people? You don't think this is for Trumpers, Dave? I, it's, I totally think it's for Trumpers, but I totally think it's a cash grab. Like, it's... I, I think they're kind of like mocking. They know what them. they're doing. Yeah, they know what mm. they're doing with this bear. Oh, I think they plan yeah. on making a lot of money on it because yeah. they're selling it to people who love the president. Yeah. All right, so there's more than just a bear going on here. Let's go back to the ad. <laughs> Trumpy Bear was born June 14th, Flag Day. Just find the secret zipper and pull out the American flag themed blanket. Show your patriotism and proudly display Trumpy on any American holiday. God bless America and God bless Trumpy Bear. American industry once ruled the world, and now we're back on track again. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. (laughs) Trumpy Bear sits proudly at the front of the motorcycle and loves to cruise with his brother. I'm a former Marine. And I'm proud to have Trumpy Bear ride by my side. All right, One let's stop right there. See, let's that's where right I there. think that's where I think it's a joke because really, like, is a biker gonna have Trumpy Bear there waiting if with him? If he's patriotic, if he's a good American, <laughs> he will. 
And they had the woman pulling the American flag out of Trumpy Bear's backpack and ra- ra- literally wrapping herself it's in the blanket, American flag. Which you're not supposed to do. But. And then they put and then they put Trumpy Bear up on the top of a flagpole yeah. with an American flag. Like, you can't get any more patriotic than that, right? Uh, all right, more. And I'm proud to have Trumpy Bear ride by my side. Once a Marine, always a Marine. When I saw Trumpy Bear, I knew I had to have him. He's a fighter just like me. Some firehouses have Dalmatians. We have Trumpy Bear. I've been in law enforcement for over four years, and I love my Trumpy Bear. Trumpy Bear always has my back. When I go on patrol, I'm rolling with Trumpy Bear. I'm a small business owner, and business is great again. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Yeah, thank you, Trumpy Bear. People know me as Frankie the Broom. I own my own commercial cleaning service. My business is doing great. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. When I ride with Trumpy Bear, he makes my golf game great again. Thank you, Trumpy Bear. Right? No. No, that's what I'm saying. No. But but Frankie the Broom, Allie. Come on. Yeah, right. It's... It's a joke, I didn't right? get that far in it's watching a, it. Yeah. it. It was too much for me. But, but guys, there's no way that these people are real. I don't yeah. think no so way. either. They may you, be trying to cash in on other people. Oh, yeah, but they absolutely. are. Totally are. And I'm going to buy one. No, you're not. I totally am. No. Why? Here's why. I'm going to set it on fire. No, no, here's why. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> I have to take the fly out first. Here's why but. I'm going to buy it. Because the Trump, the Trump uh, vodka, when they went out of business... What the resale was so high. Oh, you so think so, you're make so once on they become a collector's item, boom, I'm going to sell it. This guy says his oh, golf two. game has improved yes. because Trumpy Bear rides with him in his Come golf cart. Yeah, that's why Come I think on. it's completely false. My yeah. business is doing so much better. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, is there any more? Order the Super Plus Trumpy Bear for only two payments of $19.95 <laughs> and receive a special certificate of authenticity. Two oh, payments of 20 bucks. Right. Thank Why? God there's a certificate of authenticity, by the way, because you can't <laughs> fake that. All right. We're going to have to skip the last one because we're out of time. But are, you gonna pay, are you going to pay $40, probably plus shipping and handling, Dave, to get a Trumpy Bear? Yes, I am. I'm going to buy it right now. I'm literally going to go to the computer, go online, and buy it right now. How about you give me 40 bucks and I'll kick you in the bees? <laughs> you can kick me. You can kick Trumpy Bear in my bees. <laughs> you got to see. I mean, look, it's. Sounds awesome. Wait till you see it. You can go to krock.com or kevinandbean.com for all the best viral videos of the week. It's a brand new Kevin and Bean Internet Roundup. It's Kevin and Bean's Yo Internet Roundup. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Every once in a while, we like to hand the reins of the music department over to you, the Kevin and Bean listener. We do it every Friday at this time. It's a feature we call Keep It 100. Yeah, I got to keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. This is week 70 of Keep Ooh, It 100, by the way. Is that right? We do have a Spotify playlist of all of the Keep It 100 songs that we've ever done every Friday, so you can look for that on the Kevin Bean social media if you want to check it out. Crash Test Dummies, um, though, is that on there? Uh, I think all of them are, right, yeah. Okay, well, great. before we talk to uh, Edith, uh, and by the way, all Ediths are hot, so I'm very excited to speak with her in a minute. Here's what we almost <laughs> heard. Uh, text number 99 was Burning Down the House by Talking Heads, Dan and West Hills. Thanks. Maybe not this week. I found Maybe that. this 
Probably maybe, to be tasteless, possibly. Maybe this isn't the week for burning down the house, but thank you for that. What a great song. Aside great song. from great everything song. that's happening. Great yeah. song. Bill Cosby did some great comedy early in his career also. <laughs> Just also, a lot of good Woody Allen movies. Mm-hmm. Texture uh, 101 was uh, for Judith, a perfect circle out of the 818. But neither of those were Texture 100. That is the aforementioned Edith, who joins us on the phone from Encino right now. Hey, Edith, how are you? Hi, guys. How are you? We're great. What's going on with you? What do you have going on today? Oh, well, actually, I'm driving down to Huntington Beach today uh, for a meeting. And, of course, I'm listening to K-Rock the whole way there. You guys are keeping me entertained. All right. So thank you for that. Well, we appreciate it. And thank you for texting us probably while you were driving illegally. Tell us how you arrived at your choice. Well, I love the Smiths. It's one of my favorite K-Rock bands of all time. That's actually how I got hooked on a K-Rock years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cure and the Smiths and all their awesome songs that you guys would play. So I've been listening to you guys ever since I started hearing them on the radio, you know, on your station. So nice. I love them. They're one of the most influential bands for me. I agree. So, you are a child of the 80s. What song? Why don't you introduce the Smith song you have chosen today, Edith? Okay, this morning on K-Rock, here is Big Mouth Strikes, uh, Big Mouth Strikes Again by the Smiths. She's perfect for our show. from Encino. Great uh, choice right there. The Smiths, Big Mouth Strikes Again here on Keep It 100 on the uh, Kevin Bean Show. Guys, you remember how phenomenal Morrissey was headlining Acoustic Christmas last year? Remember how great he was? He just couldn't have been any more generous with his time. He just came out and did all the songs we wanted to hear. The time just seemed to fly by. Just like see, If you blinked, you might have missed right. him. Exactly. Oh, wait. I think that was the 600th show he canceled in five years. But oh. back uh, in the Smiths days, he was pretty reliable, and that was a great choice. Uh, Allie, I imagine you were about the right age for to be a Smiths fan on K-Rock too. That is when I first started loving K-Rock. It was all Smiths, Depeche Mode, The Cure, mm-hmm. Echo and the Bunnymen, Love and Rockets. I mean. All right. Oh, you want a date? I want a date. That year was 1987. 88. 87. 87. <laughs> she always says both, hoping to get credit for. It's going to be What's 86. your final answer? It's going to be 86. 87. It is 86. Oh, yeah. no! <laughs> it is you did kind of get it. Kind of, see, but she, she has old range. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Smiths from their classic album, The Queen is Dead. That is this week's Keep It 100. We'll do it again next Friday. Thanks, Edith. Keep It 100. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. The lady yeah. talking about things that are bad in your mouth is Alan McKay. <laughs> She's here with our final look at what's happening here on this Friday. And of course, Kat Gorbett joins hey. us for this one to tell please. us great things. Yeah, hey, you're. Okay. Oh, he did say Friday. Good yes. job. Uh, to get back. You guys remember uh, when Stanley passed away, Army Hammer oh. decided to tweet, so touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. No better way to commemorate an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself. And people were 
criticizing him, saying, why are you grief shaming? What What is wrong with you? What are you? And he was just not backing down, back and forth, back and forth. And then uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan had just the hammer, laid it down <laughs> and said, looks like you found a way to use other ways of mourning and their memories to draw some attention to yourself. You sound like a real asshat. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, turns out Army Hammer um, did some some soul searching. Did he? He wound up tweeting out this apology while attempting to provide some unnecessary social commentary about the current selfie culture. I, in true <laughs> ass hat form, thank you, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, inadvertently offended many of who were genuinely grieving the loss of a true icon. I want to apologize from the bottom of my heart and will be working on my Twitter impulse control. All right. He's so caught up in his uh, privileged bubble. He doesn't, yeah. he has hammer. no concept yeah. of let's, what goes let's, on. Let's not yeah. forget that the thing we should be shaming him about is the idea that his parents and his great grandparents mm-hmm. were the Arm and Hammer people, yes. and then they named him Army Hammer. <laughs> Wait, is that true? Yes. I said, why is he named after deodorant? His great grandfather was Armand Hammer, which is a real name, okay. Armand Hammer. And then he was like, oh, that's cute because I can call my company Armand Hammer. But then generations later, they go, name him Army Hammer so that everyone knows. Okay, he's wow. the worst. I can't. I can't. Right? Let's move on. I don't on think his name someone. is his fault. I'm blaming. <laughs> oh, yeah. you do? Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. At some point, honestly, Honestly, you change it. Change it. Yeah. Because you're never going to be anything uh, in my mind. Even if you're the best actor of all time, I'm still going to be like, they named him Army Hammer because his family has a bunch of money from Arm and Hammer. I have some Arm and Hammer in my house. Yeah. You don't have Army Hammer in your house, and I'm proud you don't. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) Let's move on to someone that has great parents and is himself a lovely human being friend of the show, Colin Hanks. He's been posting pictures of what look like bandana patterns on his Instagram and then under each one he'd write something like something and then the next one coming. Next one soon. (laughs) So people were like, why are you just posting patterns with one word? What are you doing Colin Hanks? Well, now we all know your boy is entering the fashion realm. He explains here and uh I love this mostly because he explains what he's doing and then realizes halfway through posting Instagram stories that he's not real good at posting Instagram (laughs) stories and maybe he should have looked into how to link things and it is just, it's perfect Colin Hanks because he is a GD delight. Now I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you are thinking, oh cool, bandanas. No, no, not a bandana. Hashtag not a bandana. It's kerchief. A Hanks kerchief. I'm really excited to finally be sharing this with all of you. It's something I've always been obsessed with. Handkerchiefs. It's just I've always had them. Ask anyone who knows me. They'll pretty much tell you the same. And yes, maybe I should have learned how to do more of these like Instagram-y links within the story thingy. Um, I probably should have learned that before we launched. But the website is up. Hankskerchiefs.com. And he cuts himself <laughs> off, and it just made me laugh so hard. So I DM'd him stories, his stories to uh, Omar, and I'm like, I don't know if you could grab these off of Instagram when they're going to go away, but just grab them because it was so adorable. I have a question. I've not seen the Instagram page. Sure. He loves uh, Hankskerchiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, where is he on pocket squares? Does he mention oh. if he has an affinity for those as well? Uh, he didn't, but okay. um, it, it's not as catchy as Hankskerchiefs. No, it's not. Yeah. 
It's a great follow-up question, though. Yeah, I loved it. Thank you. I've never felt so good in my life. It feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good to be alive. That's a guy that loves handkerchiefs, He man. loves right? them, you guys. Coming in fall of 2018. Imagine if Tom Hanks named him mm-hmm. Castaway Hanks. You know right. what I mean? You're right. It's a dumb name, right. Army Hammer. Right? I get it. No, it's I not get even it. a real name. No, he's uh, he's all wound up. Let's see if we can calm him down with some Katy Perry. So she tweeted out, for all my friends secretly buying their tree already, surprise, Christmas comes early. And for friends that are secretly buying their tree, be proud. Be proud of Christmas, Katy Perry's friends. She has released a lovely new Yuletide tune called Cozy Little Christmas. Cozy little Christmas here with you. Is she going for a little Mariah vibe? On I'll take song? that. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Katy Perry. You go, girl. The song is available to stream or download exclusively through Amazon Music. And speaking of Christmas, every day she's here, it's like (laughs) Christmas Cat Corbett. (laughs) But you've got something fun and Christmassy as well happening. I do. You know what? For 17 years, The Grove right Mm. there, Fairfax the market right there, a third. Uh, they do the annual Christmas tree lighting. And it's like a huge event. CBS broadcasts it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have some like 80s band come out and sing songs. Nick Lachey hosts or someone Probably. like that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Lachey-esque. Best <laughs> case scenario. Yeah, Lachey yeah. adjacent. Uh, <laughs> so it's happening this Sunday. The stores are closing at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's free. Uh, there will be fireworks. There's awesome. fake snow. I, the last time I was there, they made it out of soap and I got it in my mouth and it Oh yeah, disgusting. it comes down from the heavens. It was um, it was so but, gross. But it's soap. Um, I love personally the giant Christmas tree, and the, every year they put a sign that says, "This is bigger than the one at Rockefeller Center." Yeah, that's total bragging <laughs> rights, right? It yeah. is the biggest like, tree in sick the world. Burn. Right? Sick burn, sick <laughs> burn. Yeah, um, we can't bring alcohol in, so you and I won't be going. Yeah, out we like, won't be going. No, but um, we will know that pre-party. it's happening this Sunday because you will see Twitter on Sunday night. Are we under attack? No, it's fine. Whenever the fireworks happen, people lose mm, it. But yeah. just a warning: anybody with cute little doggies, it's going to happen on Sunday night if you live in the vicinity. Yes. Let me go back a day to tomorrow um, for all you comic heads. Yeah. Oh. Shout out to the comic heads. Oh, my God. It's local comic shop day tomorrow and the fourth annual one. And it's uh, going down at Manhattan Beach. The comic bug is doing a full day of events. I think it starts at like 9 a.m. with like really limited edition stuff you can get and unique items. But at four o'clock, they are dedicating a couple hours to Stan Lee. And they have people who've worked with Stan over the years. So wonderful. Yeah, that'll be fun. If you like that, uh, go to this website. Hankskerchiefs.com. A uh, different one. That's Colin Hanks' oh, okay, uh, handkerchief. Bad. Jeez, Kevin. Um, and since we're off next week, right? Hopefully, Mr. Weatherby took us off on Friday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Right, sure, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm going to the uh, Wallace Annenberg Pet Space, which apparently is like some high tech animal rescue place okay. over near, uh, f- what's that, Fox Mall? Fox Hills Mall? Yes. Mall? 
It's down near there. I'm going there today, actually, to go really? check it out. But they're having a senior adoption. Um, uh, uh, of next pets or people? People. Yeah, yeah. You can get a grandpa. old guy's right. name Murray. Grandpa, grandma. <laughs> senior pets from eleven to three. And I senior can just pets about walk. I can't hold a walk. I can't see too far, and I can't hear too. Far. I'll take him. That's a sheep dog. <laughs> <I think. laughs> how, many, how many teeth does he have? <laughs> we'll take him. Senior dogs oh. rule. They do rule. They and do. They always wind up at the shelters, and nobody wants them. But if you could give a, an older dog a great couple of years, what a delight! Hello. I'll take that one. <laughs> What's happening? Awful hey, some people. birthdays Awful. for you. Martha Plimpton, Pete Davidson, Mark Helgenberger, and Maggie Gyllenhaal. And that's what's happening. Are you excited for your party? Not one bit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Strikers commercial free for all during your drive home today on the world famous K-Rock. Have a great weekend and we will see you Monday morning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Will Glenn will be there? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Intercourse! <laughs> Roll another one. That is what happened, yeah. Just like the other one. This one seems to be allowed to quit. And I need another hit. Introducing the original Trumpy Bear. The fearless, super plush American Grizzly. Trumpy Bear was born June 14th, Flag Day. (laughs) So that's coming up tomorrow as well. We'll uh, We'll be right back. Will we? Thought we were done after these words. <laughs> Paid for by Black Americans for the President's Agenda. Bong, bong. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q.